Legends, Slim, Million Natives. What up? Been an interesting week. How's everybody been doing? He's tired. How about you? How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Lift it, someone say. Ah, oh, man. So. Floaties. <laughs> Outside of, before we get into the topics, everybody's doing well. I hope, you know. Anything new? Any news? Nah, man. None? Same old. Nah. Yeah. Well, it's about the name, as I said. And uh, I think one of the things I was reading up on was that Jay-Z's working with the NFL, mm-hmm. Rock Nation Sports. They're working with NFL in order to um, bring in halftime talent. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Uh, for, Or I guess people who sing the national anthem, whatever. Yeah, stuff like that, just to bring in the musical talent. So, what are y'all? What are your thoughts on that? You think that's a good idea? Or no, I think it's a good move. I think um, anything where we can get our foot into something that's making money is a good move. Um, I don't have an issue with that. I, think, uh, I agree as well. Yeah, because we we call for change a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Call for protesting and this and that and such such such. But what what if you get into the position of authority to where you can actually exactly make the shots I instead see it of as, yelling at the people who's making the shots? Right. I see it as being the same thing, telling your kids not to become police officers, but then complaining about police officers. I mean, I wasn't going to go that route just yet, but I was just saying, you know, y'all saw the last Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's in Atlanta. And Maroon Five's leading it. I don't think Maroon Five's from Atlanta. And they did not do a good job. And I mean, I'm sorry, that sucked. <laughs> it was a sorry. horrible was garbage. It was horrible. You had Big Boy up there for like five seconds. You had Travis Scott, who's not even from there. He's from Texas. Mm-hmm. Maroon Five. I don't really know where they're from. <clears throat> so I mean, you're representing. Not just the NFL, but you're representing the city that they're in. So you could have threw in Ludacris and Jermaine Dupri for Welcome to Atlanta. I mean, I mean nobody that- nobody agreed. I mean, but at the same time, I, I wouldn't say it like that. Like, this is, even though this is Atlanta, the Super Bowl is for national. National. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, but when you win the Super Bowl, when your city wins that lottery, you want to represent yourself and appease yeah, to others to no, bring in tourists. I, I kind of awesome. yeah. So you should but give it, them the chance to allure the men. It does it. It does. I don't think. I think Big Boy was that. Right. Hey, this is Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because Big Boy is very vocal in representing Atlanta as well. So, right. But yeah. Yeah, but um, back to the whole Jay Z thing. Mm. Other than the one comment he made, I don't see a problem with it. What was the comment? He made a comment saying something to the fact that uh, um, the NFL has moved past the kneeling thing. And I'm like, okay. I don't know why he made that comment. Somebody probably asked him, but I... Oh, well, yeah, he was he was asked yeah. multiple questions and stuff. Yeah. Um, no, he said, uh, he said, no, we're past that. Yeah. He said, I think we're past that. Yeah. Right. And I agree. I agree with him. 
I think we're past that. I, I believe the nearly, this is the thing. If you continue to do something for so long, it becomes a caricature of what it originally uh, hit, represented. Hit, about saying getting past it, I, I see it a different way. Say we, say we, you know, we're past it, we never even really got into it. Honestly, if we really look at it, never really got into it. I mean, but what, what would, what would kneeling do to continuing to kneel? Mm -hmm. What would that do to further the goal of kneeling? I'm not even saying continuing to kneel. I'm just saying it became more of a more of a I can't even consider it being a protest. A protest is when people get together. To well, they had NFL players together do that. So there was a lot of football players that were doing it. Yeah. A lot of, they were black. I just, I, just, I just didn't see it as a real protest. I saw it as. I mean, it was, I, I see how you could see that, but not for the reason that you say that. I, I saw it as mm -hmm. something that shouldn't have been backed a little more by more players. To me, that's yeah. just my personal opinion. I saw it as something that should have been backed by more players because of what it stood for at the time. Like you said, mm. now, still continuing to kneel, it's perfect. It's yeah, like saying Black Lives Matter right now. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm saying like this, I agree somewhat with it, but I just don't agree with the reason. If one person is to protest something, it's a protest. My problem is that not looking at it as a real, true pro protest is because the uh, parameters of the protest were not made clear enough to where the type of protest that you're doing, like that should raise attention to the issue that you're protesting. Right. That the, the way that you're protesting shouldn't be the thing. Like when they did the bus boycotts back then, it wasn't, hey, they're not riding the bus. Negroes aren't riding the bus. Negroes, they're doing it because they want the bus company to, you know, bow down to whatever they need within the community since they're the ones that's paying for this bus company mm -hmm. to even right. be in existence. It was very clear. Right. This right here is just that way of doing thing became a spectacle. It's like it's like now when the Olympic athlete went over there and, you know, he knew a white guy. Um recently. It was like, yeah, agreeing with Cap and whatever, but it goes back to agreeing with Cap on just kneeling against what whatever. Whatever you say he was kneeling against, okay, that's what he was kneeling against, but that's not what's talked about. It's not talked about the, the actual motivation behind it. So for that reason, and that is exactly the protest point. not being clear, I can't really... And that is exactly my point. Can't get with it. And, and before, and, and my, my issue is, with the people that had a problem with the protest, mm -hmm. they always talk about, oh, you're disrespecting the flag. It was never about that. That has been explained why it was kneeling. But the subject of mm -hmm. why they were kneeling was never ever talked about. Never the forefront. It was only the fact that. It was a that, side thing. Yeah, it yeah. was only the fact that they were kneeling and they didn't feel they, they were disrespecting the flag. No. How else are they supposed to protest? What are we going to do? I mean, when Jay-Z Jay approached that, he was just asking everybody in the crowd. He was like, do you know why we were kneeling? Do you know why we were kneeling? Yeah. They were like, yeah. It's like yeah. So, so, so he was like, all right. Well, since we all know what it is, we're we're past that part now. We have to do the next step. It's pretty much 
Now we're in here. Now we got to change things. Now we got to make it work. Kaepernick wasn't about um, the NFL. He was talking about police brutality. So exactly. Why you bring that to the conversation when this is about the NFL and not Kaepernick? No. They, they keep trying to put those two against each other for some reason. Right. And um, I was just wondering, like, what was I saying? We were talking to one of our friends on through Instagram, one of our chats. Mm. And uh, Will said that he thought it was a bad idea. He said he felt like it was a move against Colin Kaepernick and that he I doesn't don't. look good. Felt like he was Kona. I don't. Here's my he, thing. Said, he said he felt like Jay-Z had got bought out. Here's my thing. And, that, and that's probably what they're trying to do. That could be what they're trying to do. Who knows what's going on on the back end? But all I'm saying is this. Let's not stop progress because we always feel somebody is cooning. Jay-Z is in a position now where he owns, I mean, he ain't like he owning half the NFL. He's only, he ain't even owning the full NFL team. He's only, he's got the majority share in an NFL team. That's it. One thing. That's it. He's got a he's got a toe in the door. Let's take it as that and move on with it. Let's stop trying to find something wrong with this man making his moves. I, t- I mean, because now he can open up jobs for us in the right. NFL. There's more of us in there now. I understand people are looking at it as as far as solidarity. Originally, I thought that as well. Okay, but I'm looking at the big picture. This is business. We need to start being more business-minded and get out of our feelings just a little bit. Just a little bit so we can move forward. The, the thing I have against the solidarity crap, the thing I got against that is if it's solidarity, then it has to be solidarity all across the board. All across the board, exactly. You had, when you had the, 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 the uh, protest of the day, okay, CAP does definitely go according to the protests of the day. Whereas athletes would not even come out. They wouldn't even be in the game. They'd be like, I'm well, I'm just not going in the game. Whole teams right. of black people just like, watch the white boys play. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, we just not playing. Boxers would be like, nah, no. Right. No, I'm not doing it. When, when you know, uh, freaking Ali got his, uh, you know, his the title taken license. because of that. Boxing yeah. license. Boxing license mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Like, you had stuff like that where people... So if we're talking about solidarity, then in that logic, every single black person that is still playing in the NFL is a coon. Exactly. And that's exactly my point from when the beginning when we started talking about how when I said it didn't even seem like it were protesting me because we mm. still have we got one black dude kneeling down mm. with six other black dudes standing up behind him. So what are we doing? We are we're not even in this together. But see the thing about um, so I Ali. But a separate thing about Ali and Kaepernick was this. Ali made a stance for himself. Right. He didn't make a stance for everybody else to follow. Right. And he said, hey, I think this is a stupid war. I don't have a problem with them, so why should I go over there and mess exactly. up at home? Exactly. So, all of America... I asked you that war, by the way, but I'm just saying. And all of America was offended, just like they were offended with Cap, right? Yeah. They took away his boxer's license and all that, but then by the... Close to the end of the war, when everybody was against the war, mm-hmm. they realized, okay, Ali might not have been so wrong. Right. Ali might have been, he, he's actually right. Exactly. Give him back his license. Let him do his thing. Right. Because you know why? 
he made that money too as well. Oh, so when they took him out of boxing, oh, they they lost. Some they money. lost a lot of money. So let's be real about it. They just didn't give him back his license because they said, you know, the the the, the dude, the nigga's right. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but see, the other thing, the other thing that people are mad about, they're like, well, Cap hasn't been in the NFL for like three years now, and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, you yeah. you do understand that people don't think Kaepernick is a really good player compared. To, I mean, asking for what he's asking for. He wants thirty million dollars up front as a quarterback in the NFL, and I think that's—I don't think that's unreasonable, but I don't think he's worth thirty mil. Right. And I think that's why he can't get in. Here's my thing about all of this in general. It's thirty million dollars. That's a, that's a lot of money. People think with their feelings too goddamn much. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. You gotta get the business mind to see past the bullshit and yep. see the point at the end of the tunnel. You can't. Everybody ain't cool with that. It may look like that from the outside looking in because you don't know business or you don't know what's going on on the back end. You just mm-hmm. on the outside looking in. And you saw a headline that said, you know, Jay Z said we move past it. Oh, he's cool. Oh my God, just kidding. He's taking the money from the white. This, uh, look, man, look. This is business. You gotta get in something, man. You gotta get in somewhere. So, Jay Z, congratulations. You know, do your thing, make your money, open it up for other people to get in. Do whatever it is you gotta Fight do. Fight the best. The best. That's the difference between a rebellion and actually making power power moves. Exactly. That's 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 the difference. He's making a power move, and you just want to rebel. In whatever little way that you can, but when people make the big stuff to the big steps to rebel, to actually put themselves right there in the enemy's camp, mm-hmm. like right there, like especially especially if you're Christian talking about going into the enemy's camp, this is exactly what he's doing. Exactly, exactly what he's doing. Within, man. He's smiling. Yay! Yeah, I just I you know, and I don't think that. And, you yeah. know, he's doing his Jay-Z. He's so crazy. It's crazy. You know? Yeah, so stupid. <laughs> um, he's, he's, doing, he's doing all the things that he needs to do to get the power. See, hey, and I feel it's your boy in the building. Oh, hey, God. the same <laughs> handshaking that he did to put the freaking Khalif Browder story up exactly. on Netflix. The same handshaking he did for Netflix to get all, you know, get those deals and get those things going. Like he's doing the same thing. Channel, all these things like, behind me. Listen, if you have never anybody who is listening, if you have never read Forty Eight Laws of Power, read it. Robert read it. Green. This is the third time we, we talk about this book. It. Like fourth time or fifth time no, we mentioned it. Read it because also while you're at it, once you get past that, get into the art of war. Mm-hmm. Read it. When you read when you read these books and you realize what these people are doing and why it's going to work, why Jay Z is going to surprise you with what he's actually doing. See, people think that he just ended to get more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jay Z is actually past that. Jay Z's past caring about money. money. The dude goes on a song. He's like, they showing money. That ain't you know. That ain't rich. That ain't yeah. wealth where we are. That ain't, you know, he don't care about that stuff no more. It ain't about shining no more. Right. It ain't about that stuff. The dude has matured if you ain't been paying attention. So it's not a money move. He don't care. It's, a part, it's part of that, definitely. Yeah, you got to do business. You got to do smart. But that's not the main goal. Mm-hmm. That hasn't been the main goal of Jay-Z for the past 
Ten years, maybe. Ten years, maybe. And look at his wife. Look at let's look at Beyonce. Mm. Beyonce is one of the baddest business people you will ever run across. <laughs> For her show, Netflix offered her eight million dollars. Mm. She turned that down. Exactly. She turned it down. She said, "No, what I want are the rights or something like that." She said, yeah. "All the rights to yeah, all yeah. the rights to the stuff." They wanted all the um, uh, rights to keep all the residuals right. from certain things. So instead of getting paid eight million, yeah, she got paid some like sixty something crazy, even see, higher than that. It was crazy. See, here's, but here's the genius in it, right? No, 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 what? no. She got paid less. She got paid, she got paid less the eight million. million. Because they were like they pay Ariana Grande right. or somebody else. But she did instead of eight, she took four up front. I think it was something like that. It was like no, two she million. took eight. She took the eight. It was gonna be like twenty million or something. I could sure it was gonna be like eight, and she took four, and then worked out a deal for like uh, whatever it was. Whatever it was, it was, was a, a she got a lot of money took, off of it in the end. She took a lower amount just right. so she can keep the rights to everything. It, right. And everybody looked at her like some people looked at like it wasn't fair. And I was like, no, 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 this is a calculated move yeah, by Beyonce. Mm-hmm. They didn't trick her into anything. Right. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. This is a smart move. Y'all don't, y'all don't get it. And then when Dude, it finally 15 is. years from now, if Netflix is still at the bump, if Netflix is still a thing, right. these movies and everything, exactly. they're still going to be available. And she's still going to have the rights to all of them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like you do your music. Right, exactly. So Jay-Z got a piece of Brooklyn, right? Mm. And everybody was like, Mad at him because he wanted to bring a stadium in there. Like, oh, he's gentrifying Brooklyn and this, that, and the third. What they don't realize is there was a contractual clause that if he had to move out of there, they had to pay you an X amount of dollars mm-hmm. so that you could find a home where you could still live like you were good. So people want to do that. But when he got into the game for um, the owner part of Brooklyn Nets, mm-hmm. he also went into being an agent for, for the players. Mm-hmm. He couldn't do that because it was a conflict yeah, of interest. Definitely. He gave the ownership to his wife. He gave Beyonce ownership for the Nets. He does all the stuff for the he does the agency now. Mm-hmm. That's why there's Rock Nation Sports for the players. So now he's about to do the same thing with the Redskins with mm-hmm. the NFL, mm-hmm. and he's gonna be in another sport, and then he'll probably get into baseball. Because here's the funny thing: he's pretty. I think he's following in a in an extent of Jordan's Nike brand or Nike's mm-hmm. Jordan brand. That is in baseball. It's in football. Like they have Jordans, they have cleats and everything for everybody. And there's a representative of every sport on the Jordan brand, mm-hmm. even down to boxing where you have Andre Ward. So it's going to be the same thing, and he's going to keep it going, and that's going to open more avenues and more and doors. He can continue to right. make moves. This is the thing. Black people have been so. We've been so. There's a whole lot of things that we're so used to. Okay, we're so used to that we think it's right. We go, we 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 go, and we see kids that are coming up nowadays that don't really struggle. Right. Like we had to struggle, live in the hood. Like we had to live in the hood. We got to in there when we we downplay them like, and they ain't never been through nothing. That's, right. that's, that's what a, you were fighting for. Yeah. That was the whole point. Exactly. So they didn't have to go through the same garbage that you had to go through. I, 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 I clown my son. I clown my son We've gotten so used to yeah. freaking struggle that we. We put struggle on this freaking pedestal. It's right. like it's strength. If you come from struggle, it, it's it, strength. It, we look at that as the only strength. Right. It is not the only strength at all. Right. Like, and I was telling somebody that I was telling somebody the other day, like, there is a difference between struggle and thriving. The reason why a lot of people can't thrive is because they were never taught to thrive. Exactly. But they can struggle real well, real well, well you know, real well. well. So I was like, bruh, 
when you see that black people have been struggling and have been disenfranchised and been kept out and blocked from a whole lot of industries, and now they're actually infiltrating the same industries that they've been blocked mm -hmm. out of. They call you know, coons. in the past, now they call them coons. No, no, mm -hmm. not everybody is a coon. Mm -hmm. We got some coons out there. We do. Don't, Don't get me wrong. We definitely do. But when you see that, it shouldn't be an automatic thing of yeah. that's a coon. Like, Jay-Z has had this proven thing, especially in recent years, of he is for this community. For this community, mm -hmm. for rap, for hip-hop especially, for hip hop, he's pro black. With title, with, with, bro, title is black. The color, the main color of it's it is black. black. Here's my You'll get more black than that. And, and I can't understand. Took so his I'm, albums off of other streaming platforms to put right. on his own. And I get what people mean when they say, you know, these you know kids ain't ever struggle or nothing like that. Mm. They're soft and whatever. Cause some of it's true. They a little soft, but whatever. You know, they're a little soft. Some of these I know kids are a little soft. Man. <laughs> you know, cry at the drop of a dime. You know, whatever. But I get it. But again, we gotta come out of that. That's, that's slave mentality. Man. Exactly. You can listen. You can give your child some freaking uh, what's it? MMA. Yeah. And I guarantee they won't be soft. They will be rich exactly. and powerful. <laughs> like my multiple ways. My job. I'm the only black man at my job mm. in the office. Mm. In the offices, I'm the only black man. Mm. There's one other black person, and she's a mixed girl. Mm -hmm. I'm the only black man in my office. Mm -hmm. Now I go out to the production floor where the people are making eight bucks an hour, whatever the case may mm -hmm. be, all black, Spanish, you know, mm -hmm. some white people, but a lot of black people. And I get it both ways. Some mm -hmm. people, some black dudes see me and they be like, they'll point and be like, all right, brother, I, you know, I see, I see, mm -hmm. okay, you know, whatever. Now some mm -hmm. dudes, I see them, they look at me up and down, kind of, mm -hmm. go about their business. Mm -hmm. So I get it, but mm -hmm. again, when you see somebody, and I'm doing quotation marks, make it, because I ain't made it nowhere. Mm. Uh-uh. You know I what I'm saying? Know, I ain't nowhere yet. I ain't made it nowhere yet. Um, you're getting your feelings about it. Mm. And I'm trying to understand why. Ain't that what the struggle was about? For us to get out and, and do better than what we was doing? People and, got mm. different views of what the struggle <laughs> what the struggle is, because they romanticize the past not realizing that the past is just as polarizing as it is right now right like i was for instance i'm watching the show mad men right mm. and i realized something while watching it like they stayed completely away from black people and the only black people that they had in their lives were the ones that were working for them and they pretty much just there was no personality with these black people for real for real the personality was hidden and they showed that on the show like where They'll be in a break room away from everybody, and all of a sudden, hey, yeah, yeah you hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But when they go back into work, it's nothing. It's nothing. Mm -hmm. So they so they at the same time they were thinking, okay, well, nothing's wrong with black people. This, what I treat the black people around me right, we're good. We're good. Mm -hmm. Black people are all right. They're why are they fighting? Why are they marching? They were saying that then. Mm -hmm. We got this romanticized version of the past where we think that every one of our ancestors fought for the right to vote. Right. Some yeah. of them were like, we don't care about who you pick for president. Exactly. We're not. Why? We don't care. Yeah. Screw your fight. Yeah, Martin Luther King Jr. was not welcome in every state that he went to. Right. Mm -hmm. They had stuff set up already in place and the majority. He had to wait probably like what? Uh, I think he had to wait for like three months before he could start uh, protesting uh, with the bus boycott and everything. Because of the fact that he, the leaders of the place 
But they were like, we don't agree with your methods. We've been doing it like this. And he was being respectful, like, all right, I'm just going to back up. We romanticized this. Everybody did yeah. not agree. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody did not agree just no. as it is right now. So we believe it's the, the stuff from the past that actually won out and made headlines. That's the only stuff that we know. Exactly. We don't know the secret know stuff that people, in the, back the deals that people had to make with the president that they were working for right under the president. We don't know the deals people had to make. Exactly. We looked at those people. Those were the coons. Mm-hmm. No, they might have been the very ones that got the stuff done that you think that this person marching yeah, did. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> no, they yeah. were in a position of power to yeah. listen to that person that was marching and keep themselves silent so that they can make somebody think that uh, the best, like, 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 they're the best way to get an idea across and to get something done is to make somebody think that they came up with it. Exactly. If you're not standing beside that boss, standing beside that that higher up, you are not close enough to whisper into their ear. Right. To make them think that they came up with an idea. You're not. There are many different ways in order to contribute to the movement. Yes, the marchers contributed to the movement. Right. Don't get it twisted. Don't get any of it twisted. You need a public showing. People need to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. It needs to make headlines. And, this and, is why and, Al Sharpton is actually and, so freaking important. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And I don't mean to bust some of y'all bubble out <laughs> mm-hmm. there. I don't mean to bless it because I know we got some Black Panthers or whatever you want to call yourself out mm-hmm. there. Some real super yeah. woke. You know what I'm saying? We got some out there. But, uh, there were a lot of white people. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of white people Bruh. that were integral Bruh. to oh, yeah. the civil rights movement. Oh yeah. Let me unless if we can get into it, don't. don't but Man. If, if if you hurt, if you didn't like what I just said, shut it off right now. Cause it's it yeah it's it's, it's serious. Listen, like listen, bro. Me and my dad when I was younger, we went to some uh, some place, Nowhereville, South Carolina. And, you know, racist people filled all over the place. It was a white guy there. And at the time, I'm, I'm in the mindset of like, man, bump white people, man, bump white people be on and such, 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 mm-hmm. this and this and that. And my dad was like, okay, he's, you know, shake his hand, give him some respect, say yes, sir. I'm like, so this white man? No, I'm not doing it. I'm not saying no yes, sir, to no white dude. I'm not, right. I'm not doing it. This was the mindset I was in at the time. He was like, you don't understand. This man drove the buses for blacks to go to where they needed to protest that, because the black people couldn't drive the drive that bus. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay, yeah." Like this dude could have actually gotten killed. Yeah, multiple yeah. times, and, and, a, and a lot of them did. A lot of them did. Mm-hmm. So if they y'all think it was black people with the other black get, people getting, being getting hung and getting Water yeah. holes is put on them. That is not the case. I remember when uh, I was listening to a, a, a conversation. They were talking about Dr. King, and they were saying how when the California riots were happening, not the ones in '95 or whatever, right. but mm-hmm. when the California riots were happening, there was a I can't think of her name. There was a white lady who was on, either in office or in the news. Mm-hmm. She had called Dr. King. Was like, "What is going on? Why is this happening? What can we do?" And it proves that you gotta have people on, just like we were talking about James, yep. you gotta have people in all places to help resolve a bigger issue. Right. Yep. You gotta have people with the same mindset. You can't be so, you can't be so pro-black mm-hmm. that you don't see miss it. 
that you don't see common sense. Even no, Michael Max I don't think figured it out. I don't think that you pro black enough. I agree. I don't think you pro black enough because you pro black black enough. Like I said, me myself, I see marching as a very very minimal exactly. part of the struggle. It's the so oh, I me, personally would not participate pro, in some march. Protesting and marching, I will put, pro, participate in mm. protest and march because protesting and marching brings vision. It's the brand to the issue. That's you all it brand does. Brand an issue. You have to. That's all it does. Definitely. That's the point of it. Get in your head. Mm. Marching and protesting don't change shit. Nah. Not a Nothing. damn thing. Nothing. It brings attention to your issue. issue. That's it's supposed it. to let them know exactly what do you want? Make your demands clear. Right, exactly. <laughs> then you go and you put your demands in. Then you go exactly. and you put your actual work in. Then you exactly. go and you start talking to people. Then you go and you start filling out paperwork. Well, then my exactly. question is this. Hold on. What if, and this is a big if, but as far as protesting, someone's like, okay, we do like we everybody like everybody keeps asking. How about we all don't spend money on Black Friday? Mm-hmm. Or how about we all stop watching the NFL? Or how about we all stop supporting Apple? Or whatever it is. Right. We all, like, as a community, all the black people just stop. Right. I mean, it would be... If it that, would be a great showing, but the problem would be... Now, after that's done, what are your demands? Yeah, what, what are your you, demands? What, do you what exactly want? do you want? Can we come to an understanding of exactly it is, what we want, what we want to change, and will that okay. change affect us enough how about as everybody, people for how about everybody stop streaming music? Mm-hmm. Like Apple and everything else, and they all the black people only stream on title because black owned business. Right. Why are they Why are they doing it? Hmm? Why are they doing it? I didn't say that. I'm just coming up with something. Right. No, th- that's what I'm saying. It, that would have to be tossed. Oh, the reason the, why? Yeah. yeah. Well, the reason why is number one for all the artists, you get more money or more, more percentage, yeah. when you stream on title compared to anybody else. I mean, but this it would be the same for white artists. So the protest would really be about artists. I mean, you could be a black, but you could brand. So, I mean, I'm saying you could brand it that way, or you could be like, "Hey, this is what black businesses are doing. You can get better with black instead of going out here, here, here. They might have a name, but we give you more." more I'll say, I'll buck. say this: what it'll do is it'll it'll put a strain if if that was to be done successfully. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. If that was to be done successfully, I'd be just shocked enough just that it was done successfully. Right. I mean, <laughs> I'll stop right there. Like, I just I mean, because this is the thing: the artists more so benefit when it comes to that because title percentages are much higher than you know. And if you, if you, honestly, if you really want to get to it, the Napster. Everybody say Napster. Yeah. Napster is going to be the number one. They mm-hmm. offer the highest percentages for artists. Shit, Napster's still around. Go to yes, Napster is still around. Ah, they offer you the highest percentages. Wait, 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 wait. More than Pornhub? What? This Pornhub? I know I mean, Pornhub exactly, offers. It's not exactly music streaming. They do. They you can put whatever you want up there. You definitely can. Um, you, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. Owe me a Pornhub. Look, you can teach somebody how to build a computer and put it on more of, and yeah, it'd be just that. a little more fun. But, okay. Yeah. I, hey, look, 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 look. Did you Indeed. watch Killer Mike's Trigger Warning? Yes, I did. Okay, then you can still teach somebody how to build a computer. That's true. That's absolutely. <laughs> it'll true. make it interesting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the hard drive is set. 
Oh, you're so stupid, bro. Yeah. But I'm saying, with that type, with the protest, it has to be clear, and it has to be something that people would actually gravitate towards. Right. I think it, it doesn't really serve us well to uh, hypothesize what would happen if people did this. If people can well, just no, get I'm, this together, they to can just do that. No, I, I feel you. But I'm saying, like, if people, if we're, we're to say that, we also have to add into it and be realistic as to what people would actually stand behind and why they would stand behind it. Let, it couldn't be... I got a protest that can mm. work for everybody in the States. Okay. okay. All right. Stop buying cars from... Out of by domestic by Ford, Chevy, and all those. You have lost your mind. You have lost your ass. I don't I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. But mm. if we bought our own goods mm-hmm. and we kept our own businesses running, then we would have our warehouses here. Cars like Chevy, Ford, whatever, whatever in their branches that their own subsidiaries, they're not. It would, take, it would take much more money. Are they even still factory. even made here anyway? Um, yes, yeah. there are there yeah. are plants still. I know there here. are plants here, but are all of these cars, these service for us, all made in the United States? No, of course not. No. No, because no, it's, it's, it's much more expensive. If exactly. you're bringing a business back to America, it's going to get much more expensive. So that's what I'm saying. How does that help and if the cars ain't even, the American cars ain't even be made in America, all of them? Exactly. We still be buying I cars. Mean, you I'm saying it, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it in lack of better words, it's yeah. a trickle-down effect. All right, and that, that, that's why I'm not using that. That's why I said that's why I'm that not using that. Doesn't work. That's why I'm not using it. That. Don't work. That's why I'm not. I said like a better words, but hear me did out. Did you see what he did? Reagan got on TV and showed a chart that had no numbers. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> but pretty much, rich, hear me, hear me poor, out. Hear, look, me, hear me out, hear me out. It works. So no. all you do, so all you do is you start investing into your domestic vehicles, right? Mm-hmm. That in turn is going to open up more plants. Which in turn, you're going to need more resources. So you're going to open up the coal mines and all that back up. You're going to open up your steel plants no, and all nobody that. Nobody want to work in no damn coal, coal mines. Hey, man, look, I didn't say you want I to want to work the environment yeah. some more, okay? No. All I'm saying is whatever we got to do, we can open up more, uh, what is it, the wind turbines and the solar panels and all that. But everything starts to work out because then we're starting using our own resources and we're building more of these. But at the same time, you're not, you're not thinking this is... Any any kind of movement that is set has to be profit that they can see for themselves. Well, yeah, it's going to be That profit. increases the industries themselves. That don't help the rest of the people. Right. It, don't, it don't help me to only buy American. It don't. It helps America. Not, it doesn't even help America. It helps... It, it helps America, it helps on, America. A world, on a worldwide scale. But it's not... It's not here. It's not in the heart. You know what I'm saying? It's, it doesn't help affect me at home. It okay. doesn't. Well then, which so one it's of like y'all have something fact, that hurt. Matter of fact, it doesn't even really home. help America because what's gonna happen if it was successful that we bought just American? Mm. A lot of companies would be hurt because most of their cars are made over the damn over the damn world. Well, what I'm I saying mean, is now they can't get those tax. No, no. Here's the reason why. Here's the reason why. Because if we're buying our own vehicles. And not buying anybody else's, other countries are going to start to wonder, well, what's so special about their cars? 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, that, that's what I'm then saying. Then they start buying. I mean, that's, like that's how it helps America on the global stage. And the example, the prime example is the uh, Ford. What is it? The Ford GT. Mm-hmm. They didn't release it for a long time. They brought it back out after a long time, and you could only get it here for a little bit, and there's a limited amount of numbers. After that, all the other countries wanted in on this car, mm-hmm. and that car is price skyrocketed. You got to understand, we love foreign cars here. Our cars are foreign to the other markets. Exactly. They buy our cars like because they're foreign cars. They're the- Actually, our cars are considered a little bit too big when yes. we talk about Europe. But some of the, well, not just Europe, yeah. other countries. Some China, of them all that are I mean, cars, are the their luxury cars. But, but this is the thing. In China, once again, luxury. So Like over in, in you know, Jamaica's a small so, island, but Honda's, the rich people would get it. <laughs> that's that's the same way that you will look at a you know a high high up high end Audi, right? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. Or like, what's, if you said Maserati, I would have been with you. I wouldn't go that far. I look at a Porsche and a Volkswagen are like what? Porsche. How far away from each other? We got, we go on Porsche. Let's go there, Porsche. Okay. A Porsche, Porsche is a squash Beetle. It's the same vehicle. Still, <laughs> still, according to how many Porsches you see on the road, that tells you alone that it's. Luxury. Right. It's high it's higher end. I disagree with just because of where we live. It's 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 high it's higher end. Here you see a boatload of them. I'm not, I don't see no Porsches in this neighborhood. Of Porsches? No I've way. Seen okay. like three not, since I've been to maybe four since I've been to North Carolina. Really? It's a higher it's a I've higher seen a end. Boatload of these no, I'm saying you can't go too far with it. It's a higher end over here, so it's more expensive over here. But over there Definitely gonna be less expensive. Yeah, but this is the thing about it: when you get to the higher end, that's less people buying. Exactly. So they're not buying these cars like hotcakes. They're not buying American cars like hotcakes. It's not. It's exactly. not happening. It's exactly. not going to happen. Man, look, if I see cost. somebody in China driving a Ford F two fifty, I'm gonna lose my freaking mind. It's too big. Exactly. It's way too big. The, the streets are smaller. When you're talking about China, when you're talking about Europe, the streets are smaller. Now, if you had said. Mm-hmm. Instead of a Porsche, you said Nissan GTR. I said I might only seen five or six of those things since I lived here. Yeah, I mean it's it's more so luxury. So, or you know, higher end, higher end model, sports car, all that good stuff. Um, yeah. But like I said, as far as a protest, you would have to have one a movement to where everybody can really, not everybody, but a lot of people can really, really get with that. It touches them right there exactly. at home. The bus boycott, it touched them right there. At home. That was their home. All right. All right. <laughs> I, I got one. I got one. Uh, How about we start really looking into why we got all these white boys shooting people? All right. Brought it into that, huh? <laughs> Saying. These shootings, these... these it's, they're, not even, they're not even categorized as school shootings anymore. Mm. Freaking motorcycle backfired in Times Square and everybody started running. We are freaking traumatized. That's funny and it's not funny. It's This is where we are in America. Freaking motorcycle. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't hear about it. Uh, well, anybody didn't hear about it. There was a motorcycle that just had a misfire or whatever. Made a loud sound in the middle of Times Tom Square. Scattered. Um, and everybody scattered like it was a gunshot. We are freaking traumatized. Yeah. So, at what point do we call this an act of terrorism? We don't. Because it is. It's not. Why is it not an act of terrorism? 
it's not because terrorism within the definition would mean that you're going against the country. And would it consider they're going against so individuals and shooting up just random people? No, 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 no. This, the, let's talk about it's the one not, in Walmart. This is the thing. It's, it's not political in the sense where you're going against the country. I understand what you're saying. It's, a, it's questionable whether you're going against the country. On one right. side, I understand. Well, if you're going against black people, then black people are the country. No, I'm talking about, the other that, end, I'm talking about like, Hispanics. This, this is the thing. It's, it's, it can't be terrorism because, like I said, within the definition of terrorism, you have to make it politically that this is against the country. Right. When the people apparently came over here to bomb and all this other stuff, and the people that bombed UK. Mm-hmm. When they bombed UK all the freaking time, all over England when they do this stuff, it's against England. Okay. Terrorism. Okay. It's when these white boys go out and do this stuff at the what schools. About a Unabomber in Oklahoma. That wasn't ten years. Consider that terrorism. What about the first attack on nine eleven? Like I said, if it's if it's against America, yeah, definitely. If it's against America, then yeah, it's it's terrorism. Certainly. Um, but like I said, I wouldn't. I would look at it as as you know a hate filled crime. What whatever they're calling it. Yeah, sure. Gotcha. I, on the other end, I don't think it's important to note that it's terrorism. I don't think it's important for it to be called terrorism. I agree. It's, that's a moot point. It's not. Okay. So, what's the point? Mm. What, what are we getting at? That's what I'm saying. So, with the mass shooters, my question, of course, became, why? Why are they doing this? And I really started to really, really think about it, really, really started to consider it like, wait a minute, what's the difference? Like, a lot of these white boys who are going and doing this stuff, they come from a much better life than what a lot of black people come from. It's because video games make people violent. No, 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 (laughs) this is the thing. Yeah, of course. It's because it's because Call of Duty and Battlefield. Hey, the same guy that made Mickey Mouse Mania uh, was in charge of, uh, you know, doing... Most of the writing for uh, God of War. So, that's a... <laughs> a little known fact. <laughs> little known fact. Uh, <laughs> Mickey Mouse Mania made him extra violent. Yeah. From... <laughs> to... Jesus! <laughs> go, my God! Making all these, making all these happy-go-lucky characters. You'll snap yeah. eventually. Oh, uh, you pick up these, like, orbs. <laughs> you know. Um, whatever the case. Boy. So... Boy. So... That's ridiculous. First of all, <laughs> video games and crap. I look at it like this: that maybe that's not maybe the type of stuff that you go through, as we know, teaches you how to be. The majority of times when people are, uh, are shooting in the, within a black community, it's a it's a reason that's more. It seems to make more sense. Somebody disrespected, shoot it. Don't agree with it, of course. Okay. But Stand your that was his reason. Right. Somebody it's stole. Somebody stole. Okay. All right. But when you're going to a school full of kids and you're just like, "Hey, Johnny, dang, hey," and you just laying out little kids like, "What did what did these little kids do to you?" In the black community, is dumb. But somebody stepped on your all white nineties. And you, you, you laid them out. 
Yeah. Sucks, it's stupid, it's dumb, but he had his reason. reason. Yeah. You know reason what I'm saying? And I was on. like, so what's the, so, so that's so, the thing that teaches the kids coming up, if somebody disrespects you, then you move a certain way. <laughs> but in the so a lot of times in the white within the white community, a lot of times within the white community, when it when it's uh talking about the, the thing of killing, it's approached more of like a fun thing to do. A stress reliever even. They'll go out, well let me go out and hunt. Well let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me go out and shoot is it because mental? this is relieving stress. Is right? it is it all mental? Hmm? Is it a mental issue? This is the thing. This is what it's it's teaching. It's teaching more so on the white side that shooting is a stress reliever. Right. In my opinion, they're taught more that shooting is a stress reliever. I think it's a cultural thing. Exactly. Over, but on on our side, shooting is looked at as more as self defense or disrespected. Right. That type of deal. It's it's in that arena. When you say actually, mean the black community. Yeah, black community. Okay. Within the black community, that's more so what shooting is looked at. With the white community, it's more so looked at as fun. You don't hear so many white people like, this dude's going to disrespect me, so I'm going to shoot him. They, they'll say, hey, we're going out to just, we're just going to throw a plate in the air and shoot. I mean, they don't yeah. care about that crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like fun to me. But you know. it's, it's fun. It's definitely fun. But I mean, that's but like that's that video we saw that little time. kid, that video we saw that little kid on Instagram at mm-hmm. the uh, gun show. Yeah. Three-year-old kid knows how to unload, load, cop, undo yeah. the the uh, magazine and all that. Yeah. It's a, it's a so they life. look at it as just like a regular pastime. So if you're looking at this as your stress reliever and you're dealing with the regular human condition, mm-hmm. the regular mental crap that we all go through, this is going to be your release. Right. You know, a lot of black people don't even know how to release because we've never been taught. So yeah. that's what, what a lot of us will do. We'll turn to violence because we don't know how to release. And that's the type of violence that we've been taught to turn to. Right. The type of violence that they've been taught to turn to has been more so fun. We all go through the regular human condition. We're all going to deal with anger. We're going to deal with depression. We're going to deal with sadness and loneliness and all of that stuff. We're going to deal with the human condition, no matter if you're coming from the suburbs or the ghetto. Okay? But there are certain ways that you're taught how to deal with certain stresses in the ghetto. And there are certain ways that you're taught in the suburbs as well. There are completely different ways. But you say mm-hmm. that because you know, we come from the hood or whatever, we're better. Not mm, better. I'm not saying better. No, no, no. I'm saying better. You can find a word yet. We're better. Not better built, but we are better able. Better prepared? To handle stresses because we do it on a daily basis. False. I'm asking. No. I don't. Okay. I do not. That That is not what I'm saying at all. PTSD. I'm just saying that we're different. We are different. We're different. And, that, and, that's and different doesn't make mess. you better. It just makes you different. No, I'm not saying that we're, yeah. we're not saying that we're better. I'm mm-hmm. saying that we're better at handling certain stressful situations. I don't think because that's the case. Where we come from. I don't think that's the case either. Because then you have a guy yeah. that goes and kills his whole family, shoots up the office or whatever the case may be, because now he's lost but his job. But think about this. Let me finish. Because mm-hmm. now he's lost his job and he can't pay his rent. He's going to lose his house. But think about this. When you're comparing, you're comparing, understand, you're, we're, we're, we're not comparing a regular black person to the murderous white guy. We're comparing to people that deal with the same exact thing. Right. Whereas a lot of more white people will go to therapy 
Right. You know, which would probably block a whole bunch of the mass shootings and stuff. Right. You know, uh, whereas we will hold it inside. So right. we're not better handling it. It shows up in other crap. Right. Whereas it will probably show up in a mass shooting there. It shows up in our freaking health. Right. True. You know, we die earlier. What's the leading cause of death with black people? Uh, Something with your pressure. heart? High blood that pressure and all that. Like, yeah. that's good, but that ain't because of all that stress. Of that's because of fried chicken and and, and, and biscuits. And, no, but and why? why no, no, this is thing. Fat you in have there. to I ask mean. the question of why are you eating those foods? Because those, they taste good. No, no, it's not just because they taste. In family reunions, that's the big mama no, of all. It's all not the just because it tastes good. It's because it messes with stuff inside your body, endorphins. Mm-hmm. It increases the percentage mm-hmm. that that's putting out. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't just taste good. It makes you feel good. Sugar. Soul food. Diabetes. Soul food. That stuff is making us feel good. So it acts as something to keep us away from depression. We eat more of it as a way of handling. So we're Stress not handling eating. it better. That's what we decide. That's what, we, that, what I'm saying is... We've been taught a certain way on how to handle our stress. I disagree. Big Mama Cornbread is good. Sorry, bro. I completely disagree. That's some good-ass cornbread. Him it's and- not just good <laughs> on one end. I, I think you might have your beat on that. Nah, Sorry, bro. Not- I'm not depressed. Wait, hold on. Way. I'm hold not on. holding nothing. Else. Hold on, no. That cornbread is good. Bro. Hold on, now. It's good. Most definitely. Endorphins. But that's not Endorphins. it. You can't help... You can't help whether or not your endorphins are being affected by your food. You of can't. course, of course. You can't help it. Yeah. And the foods that we pick to make culturally, the right. type of foods that we pick to make are the ones that are more higher in calories. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's going to affect your body differently than what the regular white person that don't put as much salt in their food is gonna well, make you put feel. no salt in their food. <laughs> they don't even season the chicken. <laughs> they just take the chicken and watch the chicken. They take the chicken and throw it in the oven. Bro, ain't got no taste to it, bro. Burning some basil. If there are any white people listening right now, I apologize. But y'all know this truth. Lord, y'all say, I don't. <laughs> the, the, this, this is the thing. So, uh, with that, we're taught. On both, on either side, we're taught to deal with stresses completely different. Of course, right. And I'm saying that shooting and stuff is more so in their community, inside the white community, looked at as a fun thing to do or a stress reliever. Right. Yeah, we may go to the gun range, but it's not a cultural thing that going to the gun range for black people is a stress reliever. It's not a full cultural thing. It's definitely a stress reliever. Sure. Anything can be... Right. In essence, um, but culturally, it's not set that way. More so in the in white culture, it's more so set that it's a stress reliever. Remember, they're the ones that came up with all these laws for hunting this exactly. season, that season. You can't kill this out of that season. And black people didn't come with that stuff. Like, listen, this dude broke in my house. I shot him. That's yeah. Yeah. that's why that's why we using our gun right. <laughs> for the most part. Right. Okay, to defend ourselves. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, for disrespect, that kind of deal. To just defend our rep. Exactly. Defend our rep, you know, we to defend ourselves. to defend. Exactly. Yeah. Whether you're uh, right mostly, or wrong, mostly, whatever. Mostly, we, mostly. you know, mostly that's our reasoning anyway. Whether it's right or not, hey, that's, I'm not that's, saying that's, it's right. That's not, not what at all. Saying. I'm just saying that's the reason. 
Okay. So when they doing these mass shootings, this stuff has become a stress reliever. Like, I even heard somebody, I saw somebody that don't, they don't really think about the things that they're saying. Um, They say that uh, black, why, why are white moms not looked down upon when their kids do these mass shootings and black moms are looked down upon when their kid is a thug? And I'm like, y'all really have not been paying attention to that community. The, the mother of the main shooter of Columbine had a TED Talk. Mm-hmm. If you get a chance, uh, go mm-hmm. listen to it. Forgot yeah. her name, but I'm pretty sure, sure you can Google, Google it with a couple of things. Um, listen, this lady almost got driven out of her freaking town, man. She had to hide her identity and everything. Like, they wanted to burn her freaking house down. Like, no, if anything, they get it worse. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. Right. You can't mess with white people, mm-hmm. kids. Nope. You can't. Oh, you white? Uh, ooh, come here. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. you can't mess with, you do not do that. They can mess with white women all they want. But if anybody else mess with their white women, that's a wrap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you done. You done, son. You see what they did to Cosby? Oh, oh, mostly yeah. white women on the oh, stage. Oh, yeah. It was like, how how many years has it been? Like 40, 50? So? It don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. Bring them all up. Hey, Stacy, you said you had that one time with uh, Cosby, right? Hey, we need you to come. <laughs> Did you feel slightly lightheaded while y'all was doing it? <laughs> right. Oh, that was just a blur rush your head. You didn't. You, you weren't feeling good. Uh, yeah, my head was hurting. I usually have migraines. No, no, no. No, yeah, that's all right. Were you with Cosby when you had these migraines? Yeah, I was. Oh shoot. We got <laughs> mess with white women. Okay. Exactly. So, like I said, we just everybody just handles their regular human condition differently. I agree. You can get sad off of. Whatever else is, whatever is going on in your life. So whether you're black and you're going through that, I think people need to stop um, looking at it so much as whoever's better in handling it. We, I'll say it's better. Uh, it's better for the environment <laughs> more so the way we do it because you know we kill ourselves we get sick we overeat this and that you know at least you're not killing little Susie right Danny and the long list of names down the street so yeah it's not good for that individual but for the community it doesn't really affect the community like all the kids are still they good. <laughs> All right. So real quick, you were getting into talking mm. about conspiracy. So the yeah. So the conspiracy. There. Which one? Uh, cancer. So cancer. Okay. I'm a huge conspiracy theorist, and I'm yeah. going to disagree with everything you say right yeah, now. Yeah. Look. So, you know, Slim was over here talking about they already have the cure for cancer, and I'm like, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. The reason why I do not believe that they have the cure for cancer right now. Chlamydia too. Well, I'm going to stick with cancer for the moment. I'm just saying. <laughs> they got a cure for that too. Because you know that go around a lot. People know they're making money from that damn field. <laughs> oh my God. I do not believe they have the cure for cancer. Because of the fact that I believe that if they did have the cure for cancer, that they can make way more money off of a cure 
like feeding you this pill um, for the next 10 years of your life that keeps your cancer, because that's how the medicine works. They don't, e even when we, we came up with a whole lot of uh, answers for medicines in the past, we've always done it over time. Eventually, if you do this, take this pill, this pill, this is the main pill, though, that you need. And we just put it into a whole cocktail of pills that you got to take every day that your insurance company is being, hopefully you have an insurance company, that your insurance company is being charged for just automatically. I'm saying that they will make way more money if there is an actual cure for cancer. Because when you're talking about things like polio, which is essentially non-existent now because of uh, vaccines, vaccinations. Um, you're talking about measles. A lot of this stuff is conquered as soon as you're born. As soon as you're born, they just shoot your baby up with stuff. And, and a lot of the stuff that they're putting inside of your baby is actually preventing you from dying from this crap. Mm -hmm. um, so with the vaccinations and, and things like that, those things automatically get charged to your account when you have a baby if you don't opt out of that stuff. Let's side root it real quick. So you're saying that people should take vaccinations? Huh? <clears throat> That's another topic right there. You're saying, I'm, I'm not saying that at all. I say, do what's right for you. Do you, are you, are you pro or against vaccinations? For my children? Yes. Freaking yes. You're going to the doctor, you're getting the vaccinations. You're getting it, yes. Like, you have the whole medical community of doctors who grew up with, as little kids and could not heal their dying relative, and so that's why they became doctors. This stuff is in some people's hearts, man. Yeah. You're dealing with straight up. and cocaine. Exactly. you you dealing... you Just dealing. they do that, don't mean they bad. This is like, you dealing with people's passions here. You know what I'm saying? They put their passion into creating this medicine. My God. God, you're a pro-human. You believe in the human race. No, hold on, hold on, hold on now, hold on. My goodness. Hold on. You got these people who have put their passion into... There are idiots. There are <laughs> definitely idiots. Most definitely. There's definitely idiots. But you have people that put their passion into creating these things. So for that reason, that's enough for me to actually give it a second look. To not just automatically dismiss it. That's what I'm saying. Not to completely just 100% believe in it, but to at least... Do the research. Yeah, yeah do the research and yeah. be objective. Like I said, I always you know? do the research. Always do your research. So it's not it's not something that's coming out of Donald Trump's mouth where it's like automatically, you know, automatically don't believe him. <laughs> like, you know, it's some people that have, you know, put their whole life and their whole essence into the study and they have taken this Hippocratic oath and they have really stuck to that Hippocratic uh, oath. So... You know, to to heal at whatever cost, whatever, whatever you can do, never do um, harm. Yeah, never do harm. That kind of deal. Um, so you got people that believe that. Um, for that reason, I, it's enough for me to be objective. So for my kids, yes, definitely, you get into vaccinations. As far as people that don't get it, I don't, I don't, I don't care. I don't care because of the fact that it's like. If my kid has a vaccination it ain't and your kid it ain't gets, your kid. gets yeah. something, whatever, maybe it'll affect them, but at least my kid has a strong possibility of not dying. Right. You know, and it may not affect them at all because exactly. they had the vaccination. Right. So do it, whatever. As a parent, do whatever. 
and also, mm-hmm. you were talking about Trump, but it made me think. Um, <clears throat> did you see? Well, first of all, Joe Biden may be the next Trump. Mm. <laughs> okay. Did you hear what, what he said recently? Oh, man. What, what, what did Joe Biden say? Not Button, Biden. What did Biden. Joe Biden say? All right, we don't talk about one of my favorite I'm just rappers. saying, because I thought you said Joe Button. I was like, man, we, this is getting ready to be a problem. So, okay, I, I'm in a different oh. mindset now. Okay, we'll get to that another time. What did um, Joe Biden say? Joe Biden said, poor kids are just as smart as the white ones. Time out. Poor kids are just, are as, just smart as smart as the white ones. white kids. Yep. This is the thing. Now, wait a minute. Let's back that up. No, wait. 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 <laughs> wait. There's more, there's more to the story. More. There's more to the story. Okay. Joe Biden said it, said it like this. He said, poor kids are just as smart as white kids. And as Asian kids and as black kids, that little black kids that are going to school, he continued. Ah, okay. The news headlines stop right there mm-hmm. and poor kids are just as smart <laughs> as white kids. Now, Bruh. But now that that's out there. <laughs> see how the news do? Let's see, let's see. <laughs> see how the news do? Everybody did it. Okay? But, <laughs> Everybody. That's the funny thing about it. That's why I said he might be the next Trump. Only because of his quotables. Because he says stuff that I hope his writing team is like, you are screwing up. <laughs> you are not paying attention to what we give you. Stop talking. <laughs> See, but Joe Biden is different from Trump because of the fact that if you're listening to the whole entire clip yeah. and putting it together, what he said made sense. That's that's not exactly. That's yeah. not what he was saying at exactly. all. Yeah. Well, with Trump. Even if you listen to the whole oh, thing, thing. you like this motherfucker. You listen to the you listen to the little thing, the little skit, like the little cutoff. This is an idiot. You listen to the whole thing. This, this is, is an idiot. idiot. This is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this is a plum fool. Jesus Christ, man. Man, I thought I was going to go off on Joe Ryan. <laughs> okay. Like I said, listen to the full the full thing. He misspoke. It was dumb. Don't get me wrong. It was very stupid he tried to, to word himself. it that way. I, it was, but I see where he was going with it. He was yeah. talking about poor kids as a whole. Exactly. Which he should have said. You know. Well, no, I mean, even if you said just that. No. So it's all still, white kids? No. <laughs> so all and, white uh, kids ain't poor? The poor kids around the whole spectrum of ethnicities. This is true. Are as smart as... Kids that are not poor, white kids and black kids and Asian kids and not poor. Yeah, he just said it bad. He just yeah. said it. He like ninety. Give him a pass, man. You know what I'm saying? He like ninety years old. Bernie Sanders ain't said nothing like that. <laughs> hey, but hey. Bernie's a man though. Joe, but Bernie's a better speaker than Joe Biden. I'm sorry. Way Joe Biden is just. He really don't think out what he about to say. <laughs> not. <laughs> he really just does not. Just imagine think him out. and Obama's conversations, man. Man, <laughs> Obama's like, look, bro, just shut up. I got yeah, this. Obama's sitting there like, stop talking. You know, stop you, talking. You know, you know, you can't talk like this on TV, right? You, you know, you can't, right? Stop talking. Stop it. <laughs> he said, "I'm gonna make this look good." You just sit there and look pretty, like, bro. So this is the thing. He misspoke. Yeah, it was dumb. 
should have worded it much better than he did. But when you listen to the whole thing, you realize what he was talking about. And, and here's the thing, people. When it comes to United States media, mm. they're trying to get a rise out of black people now. They're trying to demonize everything. No, they're not. They don't care about a rise out of black people. They care for outrage. They, they just care about they rise, care period. about controversy because controversy drives people exactly. To and right websites. now, the most popular thing is the black and white agenda. Because it's going to drive them. Exactly. We gonna so dive. Now, we gonna dive right in. Exactly. Head first, exactly. not knowing anything exactly. other than the sentence we just read. Exactly. <laughs> my point. Exactly. Like, we ain't gonna be critical about crap. Nope. Same as white people, because they do the same thing to white people as well. Yep. When I was working for this white radio station, mostly white. Oh my God, why did you say it like that? White radio. Like, you it really. Was a white radio it? station. Hard. Um, you heard it like that. But, <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> so, when I was working for this white radio station, majority, you know, majority white people, majority white listeners, they were saying some things. That I was listening, and I was like, if I was white, I would be totally enraged. This is a Republican station, okay? ACLU and all this, bruh, this is Tea Party. Tea Party got up, and I had to put them on the mic and all the other stuff, and I'm like, I am sitting here with the Tea Party. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> hey, guys, so what do you think? You like Trump? Love him! Absolutely, and I got to sit there and be like, I cannot believe I'm sitting here. Gotta be nice and can't give my opinion. <laughs> Cause I'm supposed to be have no opinion at right. all. I'm I'm media. Right. We can't have any opinion at all. Apparently. <laughs> so can't speak on it. When you go to the other side of it, the same thing that's happened that they're doing to the black community is the same as that thing that they're doing to the white community. Of course. They are they are put picking little pieces little tidbits of stuff and be like, hate, go for it. Because mm-hmm. that's going to drive up the ratings. Exactly. We used to love that stuff on the radio, man. Because that's all it's That's going to drive up ratings like crazy. What did you just say? Journalism. Can you please say it again louder? Journalism <laughs> used to be, I guess, is what they say. Because I don't know. I'm not a journalist. I've never been in journalism. But journalism used to be about truth. I don't think it ever was. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It used to be about <laughs> truth. Get out of here. But <laughs> But that's what they say. I've never witnessed it. But you, 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 man, please listen. Back in the day when they uh was the 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 end of the world or something like that, where they did a, a radio broadcast where people actually thought the world was ending, started committing suicide and all that. This is the thing that never happened. Yeah. <laughs> it never ever happened. Somebody just wrote it in the paper. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> ever believed that this radio broadcast was real. That never happened. <laughs> They just wrote it into the paper yeah. and said people were killing themselves. People exactly. were mass hysteria. <laughs> like, bro, it actually never happened. There was never a town like that. Nobody ever killed themselves because it, it never happened. The, the journalists did this. So, and, it's, and this is the thing. See, you I'm know glad. what story I'm talking about. I know what story you're talking but about. But the problem with it is that the fake story <laughs> lasted way longer exactly. than what really happened. And I'm, and I'm glad that wasn't the case because I'm thinking to myself when I heard this, how stupid are people? Exactly. Well, people are stupid. True. That's true. That's one thing that's true. But I'm going to give suck. us a little bit more credit than that. <laughs> like, well, they know their stories on the radio. Yeah, a bunch right? of people they, that's all they listen to, man. So, uh, 
<laughs> you know what? There were a whole lot of people that believed Par- uh, Blair Witch Project was real. There were. There were. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Really? Oh my yeah. God, yes. Yes. Dude, yes. I had no clue. Yeah. Bruh, you didn't know that. Bruh. Oh, I mean, it, they set up everything as though it was real. Yeah, right. I mean, they Blair had fake Witch. website and all this yeah. stuff and fake testimonials and. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Blair Witch and Paranormal Activity they both look the same to me. It's in a believable situation, but it's not real. It's a believable, you know, a home and stuff like that where you can see it. I mean, but at the time, think I, about okay, it. Had never at been the time when you're just you're just getting introduced to like really really introduced to internet. And all the other stuff. Yeah. This is new. It's innovative. You know? It's innovative. So it's like, you kind of, some people kind of trust it. Some people kind of don't trust it. When you came on with the internet, you made it much easier for people to get a whole lie out to a whole lot of people. Yeah. And so the lies became more detailed. You know what I'm saying? More complex. So when you go up there and you have a website, dedicated to the testimonials. And you got videos of testimonials set in like documentary form. Right. Blair Witch Project is playing and it's like, man, this has really happened. Nothing in this movie says that this didn't really happen. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Oh, okay. At the end of it, it says, well, this is what happened. We found this. And then really, mm-hmm. It never says this is not real. This is not, this is, no. It just didn't even say it was based on a true story. Right. It just presented itself yeah. as this is what really happened. We right. found this tape that we found in the woods and we were hunting one day and hey, right. look at this VHS. Let's yeah, let's sell this and put it into a movie. Mm-hmm. Why do you ask that question? Because it was never presented like that. You know? Um, it was never, you know, never presented as, as though it was fake. So I I get that somewhat. I think we were all, all of us, I think we were all a little bit too young to actually buy into Blair Witch being real. Yeah. I, I, that's why I call him by surprise. Well, because by the time, you know, we had gotten used to it. Either that or we were asking questions like everybody should have been. If it's mm-hmm. real, then, you know, why? Oh, is that on the news? or? Yeah, why was it on the news? This would have been a worldwide Why is this in that theater? <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, bro. <laughs> of all places. <laughs> but uh, it's been a good episode. Thank you, gentlemen, for showing up. Hey. It's been another episode of uh, Up The Name. Also, just a slight note, uh, we record later on, but still, I want to say rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. His birthday just went went by. Mm-hmm. It'll have been 34. So uh, until the next episode, the marathon continues. All right. Peace. Peace. peace.